monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello and welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature Joey G. And with me, as always, is the cutest podcaster in town, etc., etc., the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? I'm good. How are you? My back is very sore. Um, my foot hurts. I'm a little sweaty. My It's cold outside. Uh, one toenail on my right foot is longer than the other ones, and it's bugging me. There's a simple solution to that. What's that? Um, <clears throat> chop it off. My foot? No, no, just the toe, silly. Oh, well, that's, that's dramatic, I guess. Can I just say, you're wearing an adorable t-shirt right now. Isn't it cute? It's it has a panda bear with a hobo stick and shit flying behind it's him. It's cards. Aww. They're cards, and there's, like, dragons things, coming out of the cards. There's things coming to life in the cards. I, I think it is from, like, a card game, like a computer card game. I got it with a package of... I, I, I did this, like, humble bundle to get this card game called Star Realms, and I think this shirt either has to do with a game called Card City Nights, or else it's just a cute panda with car playing cards. But it's adorable. It is very cute, do, isn't it? Do you like my t-shirt? It's Alice Cooper. I'm more badass than you. You have like a cute usual. panda, and I have Alice Cooper. Why Alice am I singing? Cooper's a born-again Christian. My guy's cool. I'm also a preschool teacher, so I yeah. sing everything I say. Question like for you. Did you did you buy that Alice Cooper t-shirt when we saw Alice yeah. Cooper? That was a long time ago. 2004, bud. A strange drunk old lady grabbed my dick at that show. Twice. Remember? I did not know that. Oh, yeah, two times. That's and right. you got mad the second time. Well, I got mad the first time. Well, the first time I was more just shocked. I was just like, oh my goodness. You've been violated. I was violated. I didn't know what to say. And then when she did it again, I was like, hey, come on. I missed this. I was standing right next to you. How did I miss this I, Well, they were, I think because there was a loud rock band playing Alice Cooper songs. It was pretty awesome. That was a good I, show. Yeah, it was a terrible venue, but it was a good show at the TELUS Convention Center. Yeah, there's like circle tables everywhere. Yeah, because it was the Tells Convention Center. It was weird. Why wouldn't they take those out? I don't know. It was the weirdest venue. (laughs) Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. You bought me an Alice Cooper thong at that concert. You asked for it. And you were so embarrassed. Me and the lady behind the counter are laughing at you. (laughs) I don't know. I I know that apparently, I guess some boys do buy their lady friends undergarments, but... I, I don't find that I, I don't like buying myself underwear Let alone other people You can't buy yourself underwear One time Twice. I bought the, Two times I bought the wrong size Okay So first you bought smalls And you I wore them all day And you're like Oh my god Why am I, are my balls dying And then you went home And you realized <laughs> that you bought smalls So you went back And bought triple XL No actually it was 4XL 4XL Which when you put it on Looked like a sumo diaper. See, the thing was, when I bought them, I just saw you. the word large, and I thought, oh, that's what I wanted. I wanted large. But I no, guess you I... saw 4X, and you thought there were four underwear oh, in Oh, yeah, it. it was four times large. <laughs> that's right. Retard. <laughs> Did your mommy buy you your underwear until you moved out with me? Did I... your mommy buy you your underwear until you moved out with me? It's entirely possible, because <laughs> I never would buy clothes, but I also didn't get new underwear very often. Like, I probably would wear the same, like, five pair until they literally disintegrated. You did. I still do. You still do. It's disgusting. Every, like, once a summer I buy another package and go, well, these are, these are good for a while. You know what? It's like us, but I do the same. You, but yeah, but you have way more. They all have holes. 
What's where? How else would the pee get out? Well, in not naughty places. Not naughty places. They're on your vagina and ass. What else is there? No, it's like along the top band. Oh, where the elastic goes. Yeah, that's not sexy. If there's one thing I love, it's a woman's hips. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, a movie podcast. Like Uma Thurman's hips, you don't just want to take those and nail them on the wall. That's a little disturbing. They're beautiful. Really, Uma Thurman? I just saw her in a movie and I didn't recognize her. Ooh. I looked it up and I was like, holy fuck, that's Uma Thurman? I mean, granted, she's supposed to look a little haggard in this role, but I was like, yeah, it doesn't look like Uma Thurman at all. Oh, did she get fat? No. Oh, no, damn. she just didn't look... I mean, she got older, I guess, but I don't know. I just didn't, she didn't look like Uma Thurman. It's my favorite when skinny people get fat. What's your favorite? My favorite thing ever. That's kind of a stupid thing to say because to everyone else in the entire world, you are a skinny person. It just makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> You're a lousy person. Anyway, uh... I never said I was a good person. Can you stop interrupting me so we can get oh, on with this? Sorry. I'm go tired. Ahead. I want to go to bed. I want to get this fucking thing over with. It's 9.01. Go ahead. It is 9.02, actually. This clock is correct. That one is wrong. Oh, okay. We watched a movie called It Follows. It was a date night. It was a date night. We got to go out to the movies we and did. get popcorn. It Follows from 2014, directed by and written by David Robert Mitchell and starring Micah Monroe... Whom I'd never heard of. Apparently she was in another movie before okay. this that people liked. Okay. I forget what it was. I looked it up earlier. I guess I should have had that information to hand. That's not interesting. Go ahead. She was in The Bling Ring. That's what it was. I don't know what that is. The Bling Ring was the movie that, uh, I mean, you don't care. So let's listen to the trailer and then we'll discuss it. I used to daydream about being old enough to go on dates. I had this image of myself holding hands with a really cute guy driving along some pretty road. It's never about going anywhere, really. It's having some sort of freedom, I guess. <laughs> okay. You awake? <laughs> You're not gonna believe me, and I need you to remember what I'm saying. This thing, it's gonna follow you. Somebody gave it to me, and I passed it to you. Wherever you are, it's somewhere walking straight for you. All you can do is pass it along to someone else. I'm scared. I need to find him. Who did he really do to you? Apparently, he used a fake name to rent a house in the city. This isn't real. I swear to you, this is just some game. If it kills her, it gets me and goes straight down the line whoever started it. What exactly is supposed to be following you? I don't know. Something happened. It's not what she thinks, okay? You don't believe me. Mom? No, it's me. Everything's okay. It could look like someone you know, or it could be a stranger in a crowd. Whatever helps it get close to you. Okay, that's a good trailer. That trailer made me really eager to see this movie. I was really pumped to see this movie. I me was excited. too. I was excited. And then we saw it, and uh, you were still pumped. 
You were, were less pumped. Yeah, and as time has gone on, I've gotten less pumped. Aw. Yeah. I thought, I really was hoping the opposite risk would happen no. where you would, like, would come around to it more because I, it's totally, I thought it would totally be up your alley because it, of the mood and the, the deliberately pacedness of it. Okay. I didn't think it was that either. I didn't find it slow at all. I just think, well, let's talk about what it's about first. Uh, the whole premise of the movie is a girl uh, has sex with a boy and... After doing so, he chloroforms her and wakes her and ties her to a wheelchair and tells her that she's now cursed. She's had this curse passed to her through the sex they had and that there's this entity which can only be seen by somebody who's been cursed will just follow her at a walking pace and if it catches her, it'll kill her and then go to the person who passed it to her. So it's in his best interest as well as hers to go and find somebody else to have sex with to pass the curse along. It's like a X-rated version of The Ring. It's like also a metaphor for STDs. Is it? See, because that's where that's part of the what the okay. We'll get to that. What? But uh, what so anyway, that's the whole premise, and then the rest of the movie just concerns her and her sister and her friends trying to get away from the thing. There's also a cute little love story between her and uh, one of her friends. Is there? It is. Kind cute. of. At the end, it's uh, very sweet. You can't deny no, that. I can deny that. It is not sweet at all. It is sweet. No, he goes and fucks a bunch of hookers to try and get rid of the curse, remember? Yes. Yeah, there's nothing sweet about it. They, but they're holding hands in the end. Isn't that sweet? No. So We ruined the end. <laughs> so, like, what you were saying, like, the, the movie feels... There's nothing spelled out. It's all very art housey, and it looks fantastic. It looks great. They did a really good job making it. You never it find out why it's happening. Right, which is, again... It doesn't fall into that. those horror movie tropes. Right. So, I don't need things spelled out for me. You know? I don't like... I, I'm just as happy for, for me not to know. Yeah. I like really am, uh, ambiguous and vague things in movies. I like to be more about a sense of feeling and mood than necessarily about the plot. But, I feel that there's a difference when the filmmakers know what they're doing while still being vague and ambiguous and leaving the audience to decide for themselves. I'm okay with that, but I feel that the filmmakers should still have an idea. The artists should still know what they're doing and what it means to them. And I don't believe for a second that David Robert Mitchell knows what's going on in this movie. Why does that matter to you, though? It's still vague and ambiguous. Because vague, and amb- because vague ambiguous stuff, just being there for the sake of being vague and ambiguous, you can tell when it's fake. And I felt like this was fake. I felt like I never believed for a second that this guy really knew what he was talking about. The whole central point of the movie is this thing where you have sex to pass along this curse, right? Right. So it's impossible to have that be your premise without it meaning something. If you're making some kind of statement, whether it's a satirical one or... Like, there's an argument, I don't know how accurate it is, to be made for like the Friday the 13th movies, the the trope always being that the virgin survives and sex is bad, right? And so at one point I thought, well, maybe he's making a point about that, or this is a reversal of that. But no, I honestly don't know what the, what the sex means or has to do with anything in this movie. Because it's not, like, it's scary to pass it along. And the sex isn't titillating, which is fine. It's just sort of boring. It doesn't make, like, I feel like it doesn't add anything to the movie to have the monster be passed along by you having sex with somebody. And what's the point of that being the thing if there isn't, like, if it's not to titillate, which it's not. No. And it's not to make a point... Because I can't see what it is other than sex is bad. And I can't see that being the... Like, I can't see that Puritan message being what the filmmaker was going for. No, I kind of do see your point with that. And um, there, 
I think if it had been edited a little bit more, maybe it would have felt a bit different because there were a few scenes where it kind of even got lost in itself. Totally. Like when um, the scene where she is on the beach and there's the guys on the boat. Yeah. Nothing happens with that. We don't even know if she even fucked them. Yeah. It was just like, what was the point? Yeah. So there, I guess I do see your point with that, but for me, I, um, I really liked. I thought the music, the music was, was so good. It was so suspenseful for me. I and I love that. Plus, don't do well with it. I, I agree that that, and I think that has more to do with the music and the and like the sound design because it is fantastic in this movie. And the camera, the way the yeah, camera and the camera. Moved. But there are certain set. I felt like there's a bunch of set pieces that are meant to be creepy. They add a bunch of scenes that are supposed to be scary movie scenes, but they don't work for me at all. Like some of them, some of the moments don't make any sense. Like if they, yeah. esta- they establish all these rules about like the thing will just walk after you, and then all of a sudden at one point for no reason the the monster is a naked guy standing up on top of a roof looking yeah. at them. I'm like, well, how the fuck did it get up there? Why yeah. did it go up there? When it wants the girl yeah. in the house. Yeah, no, I totally see your your criticisms on that. I just for me it was. It was so different for a modern horror movie that I just really enjoyed it. I had so much fun watching it. Yeah, I mean, like, I do totally see that. But uh, the more I thought about this movie, uh, the more I kept thinking about... This is going to sound so fucking pretentious. I kept thinking of a line from Macbeth. Okay. Because, like, I feel like this one line from Macbeth... This is a very famous line from Macbeth that most people will recognize. Even if you didn't know it was from Macbeth, you'll recognize the, the little the stanza here. That I feel like the more I thought about the movie, the more I felt like this. And it's, life's but a walking shadow. A poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound of fear, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. Oh. So it's just like, it looks great. And while you're watching it, I kept thinking... this, And I kept thinking while we were watching it, I'm sure this ties together. I'm sure that this is all here for a reason. And then it ended and I was like, I just gotta think about it more. And now more and more time's gone by, and it's been a while now. Been a while, and uh, no, I don't think this. I think that it is a largely substanceless movie that has some cool set pieces disguised as a really clever movie, as opposed to a movie we're going to talk about next week, which I hated, but I actually think has a lot more going on and a lot more to say. It's weird. Like this movie, I was like, I really wanted to like it. It was pretty good, I guess. It was well made, but ultimately, I felt like it let me down. And, oh, that's yeah. too bad. I really liked it. I know that I've heard your criticism of it, I understand. And I've ruined it for you? No, you haven't ruined it for me, but I understand where you're coming from, Mark, because mm-hmm. I really was surprised that you didn't like it as much. But And I, I didn't just, hate it at all. No, it was just so different for me, and I liked the acting in it a lot. I will agree that I enjoyed most of the acting, yeah. Like, she was good. I thought, I thought she, was, she was good, yeah. I To be honest, there's one character who I didn't really like, and I don't even think it was the actor's fault. I think I just, in general, haven't don't like this actor. Mm. The guy, he was on the United States of Tara, and I didn't like him on that show either. Oh, He's just, yeah. I don't know, I, I mean, I think he's playing the role the way he's supposed to. I just think there's something about him that, that irritates me. I'm just kind of like, God, no wonder no one wants to fuck you. You're annoying. You're just a little annoying freak annoying guy who for some reason your way cooler friends still hang out with you even though you're this is annoying and little I liked, I liked the band of friends that stuck with her and believed her I wish we'd spent more time with them and understood them a bit better because they were way more interesting they could have developed those characters more yeah and yeah. frankly the whole trope of like the hot girl who's sort of misunderstood is boring to me I found her like she's a good actress but I didn't find her character interesting I thought Are her you sister about the friend or the sister I'm talking about the main character Oh. I thought she was a good actress whose character didn't interest me at all. 
but I thought her younger sister and her sister's friend were really cool, and I wish we'd actually spent some time with them instead of just sort of seeing them in the background. Yeah. You know? But I, I just, like, liked that feel of it. Yeah, no, I... I I, it's it took, weird, like... It took me back to, like, my junior high days when, you know, your friends are all being... Your, that's your group. That's yeah. so important to you. And there's a you. demon following you. Because well, you had sex with a boy. <laughs> that part doesn't Who chloroformed happen. you and tied you to a chair. Well, that doesn't happen in real life, Joy. Sex isn't real. <laughs> sex doesn't happen yeah. in real life. For, for the first time in my life, I got to the end of a movie and was like, you know what? I wish okay. that, like, an, a less talented director had made this because... He was like a good art house filmmaker, but I wish that because this was a scary idea. I wish that somebody who just made like a I wish Ty West had made this movie. It probably would have been less pretentious. I hate that word, but I can't think of a better one and uh, more entertaining because this wasn't. I, I thought know, it was entertaining, it and I thought it was really suspenseful, and I would definitely watch this again. I well, really also, liked it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's okay. Thank there's you. that one part that in all movies I hate when they shoot a gun into a swimming pool. And was just like, we've all seen Mythbusters. In a post-Mythbusters society, we can't do that bit anymore. We all know it's bullshit. It doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. We are living in a post-Mythbusters. This is PM. This is post-Mythbusters. Okay. We all know that's bullshit. Okay. Anyway, you loved this movie. Yeah, I really, really did. And I liked it and now like it a little bit less. But I, I understand where you're coming from on it. Yeah. But how great that I pulled a Hamlet quote, right? And I loved um, the first time the it thing is coming after her and she's in in the classroom and it's the old lady walking towards yeah, her. Yeah, and, and that was creepy. It was a well, that's a good little even, set piece. That one was good. And then she's in the hallway too just saying mm-hmm. hello to her. She's not really sure yeah. if it's real or not yet, but it's like... Yeah, but that was good. apparent quickly that it's real. Can we agree... That the invisible monster scenes where we see the people getting picked up and thrown by an invisible monster are fucking dumb. Yeah. Thank you. Because <laughs> that was the only part as far as like the look of it and how it was made that I was like, boo, that's stupid. I get it though. So it's there so that the other people who can't see the monster can go, well, it's definitely there. It threw me across the beach. But it looked fucking dumb. Also that in those scenes, like it, it wasn't consistent with how strong it was because it yeah. shows at first it shows her when she's on the beach and you see her hair go up it's holding yeah. up her hair and they, they're able to fight it off yeah. but then when the guy when she passes it on to the, her neighbor friend right. she passes it to him he has no chance and it like rips a door off its hinges yeah, and stuff. yeah. And so I thought that was a bit yeah. consistent that is true also at a certain point the movie is pretty long which isn't a big deal. But after what the sixth time she runs away and gets into her car and drives to an abandoned like park in the middle of the night and gets out of the car and or sits safe, on the playground. A safe room. Yeah, into a room or sits on a playground in the dark and holds her knees up to her chest for ten minutes where I'm like, that's dumb, why would you go there? That's why I was saying it could have used some editing. Yeah, and a better screenwriter. But anyway, <laughs> that was it follows. Um, but did you have a favorite scene? Sorry, the the opening you. credits. When the girl's running away. It was great. Actually, that was really yeah. good. Because I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Also, because I was like, whoa, those are like six inch high heels. Right? And Why she's would... running full speed. Well, that was one thing. I'm like, That's she impressive. runs out of the house because she knows it's there. She's, so she's running away. Why would the first shoes she grabbed be high heels? Like, don't grab shoes if you're, like, you'd be better off not having shoes. And then she goes to a beach. Don't go to a beach in high heels. It looked like, it made, like she had the slip on and then the heels, so maybe she was getting ready to go out. 
Well, I mean, I guess, but but like, but by then she go out. By then she knew what was happening, and then she like she said goodbye to her dad. Maybe she's trying to go on a date to fuck a guy. Well, maybe. But like, I I thought that was really cool because it keeps panning around to like what is following her, and it's nothing you don't. Yeah, see. it's really well done. That is actually really cool. That opening really sequence was that. great. Yeah. And maybe if the opening sequence had sucked, I would have had less good expectations. But I also heard how good this was. Every time, uh, like a modern horror movie gets like rave reviews from non-horror press I end up seeing it and going what the fuck why did everyone like this so much mm-hmm. I end up being disappointed yeah anyway that's I mean that's probably not even true but anyhow so that was that uh, we decided in honor of It Follows to do our top five favorite chase scenes in movies we didn't limit this, this to horror movies because this let me explain because this movie is one giant chase scene that's why we did that well yeah I guess the, the rest of the ones on our list are all more exciting. Um, so, yeah, none of these... None of mine are from horror movies, because I had a harder time thinking of ones that I actually... Like, there's horror movies liked. that have chases in them that I like the ending of, but the chase itself. Like, I thought of like, the opening scene from Scream. I thought that, of that, too, and but I was it's like, not on my list. But that sucks. I don't like any of the kills well, in Scream, think, actually. I but, think his yeah. Scream is, like... The chase scene is, like, two seconds long. Exactly. It's not it's like not the build. The it's about the, the, yeah. the talking. Yeah. So we included all movies, and we excluded car chases, because that's, that's a whole easy. other list. That's, that's not easy. That's too hard, because there's, like, billions of them. But we excluded them because we have a whole other list. Nicole, do you have any heart <laughs> movies? Do you do those first or last? Damn, I didn't put mine in order. <laughs> you yeah, all day. Keep talking. Okay, just start with mine, then? My number five? Yeah. My number five is the ski chase scene from On Her Majesty's Secret Service, my favorite James Bond movie. I think I've seen part of that with you. It's great. It's this whole big ski chase, which they eventually kind of redid, I think, in Free Your Eyes Only, or The Spy Who Loved Me, I can't remember which. Uh, but it's not quite as good. But it's really great. George Lazenby is Bond. Uh, you have um, Diana Rigg is the Bond girl. It's, oh, it's a great movie. A great chase scene. They end up at like a nice skating rink and a luge run at one point. It's just great. Just super great. Great movie. Great chase scene. Also, my favorite of all the people who played Blofeld is in that one. Telly Savalas. Who else is your number five, Nicole? Okay. So, <coughs> sorry. My number five is from the original Halloween movie. Okay. With Jamie Lee so Curtis. the whole movie? No. Just, um... <laughs> the last 35 minutes? Yeah. The last part where she's in the house trying to get away from him and she's trying mm-hmm. to hide just finding different places to hide mm-hmm. but he's always relentlessly following her that's a great her. and I really liked that that's part. a great movie yeah we're not going to get into the remake again we've done that before yes but goddamn, that's a good movie John Carpenter good guy I just liked it I like I, you know how much I like the remake but I thought that it was a different kind of feel to a chasing maybe because it's so dated but that it was it kind of just took its time more mm-hmm. with it and it built up this is well it's not more. meant to be like a giant like a it's a slow heart, chase yeah it's like a slow chase and it's a long sequence it's not meant to yeah. be like a big climactic pulse pounding action sequence it's just a part of the movie it's great yeah my number four is the uh, minecart chase from Temple of Doom when they're in the Temple of Doom and they're in the minecarts being chased by the bad guys and there's like Short Round and Kim, Kate Capshaw and Indiana Jones. I vaguely awesome. remember that one. It's so good. Yeah. That, that is an underrated movie. People should rewatch Temple of Doom okay. and see how friggin' awesome it is. I'll rewatch it. It's so good. It's better than Last Crusade. <laughs> I'm putting that out there. Because the first 20 minutes of Last Crusade is, a, is one big chase scene but it's also dumb. That's where all... That's where the part with young Indiana Jones on the train and he falls like 
Remember in the beginning of the Last Crusade where young Indiana Jones acquires every single one of his character traits? He gets a hat, he gets a scar, he gets a whip, he gets a fear of snakes, he gets a desire to do things in a museum. Very eventful afternoon for young Indy. Stupid. Nicole, what's your number four? Okay, my number four might be debatable. Let's debate. Um, it's from Jurassic Park. Which part? It's the part where um, they... Because if it's not the part with the kids in the kitchen and the raptors, you're wrong. That's not a chase scene. I think it is. It's Raptors chasing. What part are you talking about? I didn't really think that as a chase scene because they don't even I know did. they're there, really. Yes, they do. They're running away from the Raptors in the kitchen, remember? But the Raptors don't know they're there right yeah, away. They, well, they'd figure it out. Okay, I know. What part are you talking about? I liked um, when the they're... The chases the, the car? Well, that has a car in it. I was going to say that one. I would have let you pick that because it's not really a car chase so much as a car running away from a fucking dinosaur. Yeah, that, that, that's like... I think that's a pretty epic chase scene, yeah. right? But yeah. I didn't... Which part did you pick? Um, the part where uh, Grant and the girl and the kids are in the computer room and the raptor's trying to get in and then he does get in. They're, they're crawling through the ducks as it's che- and he's chasing them underneath them. Uh, you know, I've seen Jurassic Park probably a hundred times and I barely remember that. So I guess remember it's not he, as... he, he pops up through the ceiling and she the girl's oh, on it yeah. and then he falls yeah. And she falls and she's holding on with one arm and they grab her and just as she's about to get up, he, he almost gets her yeah. leg when he jumps You know, I would up. have actually accepted the only good scene in Jurassic Park 2 when they were being chased by raptors into the village. That and the bus scene are the only two good parts of that entire god-awful movie. I would have accepted that too. Uh, I will accept your pick. I will also accept the, ra- the T-Rex chasing the car. Which is a very short scene, but pretty great. Because mm-hmm. it's got the mirror. It's pretty iconic. But it did, I see why you didn't pick it. But I would have picked the kitchen scene. Because I think that counts. Because eventually the raptors figure out they're there and start chasing them around the kitchen and try to catch them. It's like, awesome. For like two seconds, they're more that's like the best hiding, part of the whole movie. Though. But that's the best scene in the entire movie. It is the best scene in the movie. That's a good movie. I don't really think it I think what I said counts more. Okay. Well, my number three uh, is the entire second half of a movie from 1925. It's called Seven Chances. It's a Buster Keaton movie where he, he needs to get married in order okay. to... Um, uh, inherit some money I think and so he ends up putting like an ad in the paper and like 400 women in, in wedding gowns show up at this church and then he discovers that the girl he actually loves will marry him so he's trying to get back to her and the rest of the movie is him basically being chased by 400 women in <laughs> wedding dresses in one of some of the funniest cha- like I the first time I ever saw this they did like a sound movie revival Downtown when I was a kid, and I to this day never laughed so hard as I did in that sequence in that movie of him being chased by these women. Like, and there's a whole scene where he ends up being chased on a mountainside, and these boulders start rolling and chasing him. And fuck me, it's hilarious, and it's just like an incredibly choreographed sequence. Yeah, there's a whole chasing like along the top of a train where he ends up actually in real life he broke one of the vertebrae in his neck, and they didn't know it because he did all of his own stunts, and for like the rest of his life he would get headaches and pain and it turned out because on this one stump where he's hanging out of this pipe and the water comes on and washes him down and smashes him into the ground he broke his fucking neck because Buster Keaton was metal anyway wow. anyway you should definitely seek out and watch Seven Chances okay. Buster Keaton there's also honorable mention of Buster Keaton goes to his film The General which is basically an entire movie of the train chase it's fantastic but wow. Seven Chances is one of my favorite we're number three yeah, and actually now that I said all that stuff, the thing about the broken neck I think was actually in Sherlock Jr. But the rest of the movie, the rest of the thing I said was true. I don't want to have some angry film buff being like, you got it wrong. Not that anybody listens to this. Nicole, what is your number two? 
No, three. I'm on number three. Sorry. What's your number three then? My number three is from House of a Thousand Corpses <laughs> when Otis is chasing the girl chasing. and he's yelling, run, rabbit, run. See, that's not a chasing. You just like him saying that. Yeah. That's... But he's still chasing her, so it counts. I'm not saying it doesn't count. I'm just saying it's a bad pick. Shut up. It's a <laughs> fine pick. And I like line, that movie. That line is awesome. I like that movie. I like those characters. I will never watch House of a Thousand Corpses again. I, every time I would why? think about because I made you watch it too many times. No, because it's not a very good movie. I like it, but why would I could if I could watch Devil's Rejects? Why would I watch that really mediocre House Devil's of a Thousand Rejects Corpses? Devil's Rejects is really good, and I like House of a Thousand Corpses, but it's clearly his first film, and he doesn't know what he's doing for most of it. It's more just fun for all the references to other horror movies. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's but so that fun. okay. I mean, look, I like that line. If there, if we were doing a top five peep lines people say in chase movies, chase scenes, then yeah. But a better one said by the same actor is in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 when he says dogs will hunt. He's not chasing her. Yeah, he is chasing her through the fucking abandoned theme park. When he says that line? Yeah. I thought he said no. No, he says it when he's. Hey, he says it a couple times they're chasing her through the fucking amusement park at the end. He said it in the record store. Or, I mean, the radio show. Well, the point is he says it, but then that's a better chasing though. When he chases, when Chop Chop chases her through the. Yeah, I like my pick. You don't have to like it. Okay, so my number two comes from a movie that I do not like. Okay. I don't like this movie at all, but this 10 minute chase sequence is awesome. It's Casino Royale. I think this is a bad movie. Yeah, you did. It's a terrible James Bond movie. Uh, it's better than the two subsequent James Bond movies, but uh, it's bad. But the entire chase scene through the construction site is fucking sweet. That is pretty cool. I would just watch that scene and then not watch the rest of the movie because I hate that movie. Alright. Right. Yeah, that movie just makes me mad. But fuck, that scene's cool. The parkour fight and the chase scene run through the... Oh, that so is cool. pretty cool. I forgot about that scene. That That's a good cool. pick. An alternate... Honorable mention from a James Bond later James I had two James Bond movies on this pick weird is in Skyfall another movie that I hated but the first ten minutes that fight is kind of a chase when they're on the train that was great then that movie sucked but that was great what's your number two? my number two is from Terminator 2 when they're in the mental hospital and they're breaking out oh, yeah, the, the mom oh yeah the T-1000 is chasing and the yeah T- I thought it was T-2000 T-1000 oh T-1000 is chasing him and he's going for it's really slow and he walks and there's the bars and he goes through the yeah, bars and then, cool. and then his gun gets stuck in the bars and he has to turn his hand to bring out that the gun cool. and he, they went to the elevator and he's chasing them and then he's on top of the elevator with his like knife hands yeah, yeah. that's a great movie that's my, my that's number a good one. two chase scene. Well, my number one is a movie that no one ever talks about, and it's too bad because it's the best movie this guy ever made. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, this guy's also a huge dickhead. But Ooh. Mel Gibson, he directed a movie called Apocalypto. The entire movie is a foot chase scene. By, Never seen it. You should see it. It's great. The entire thing also is in, a, in one of those movies that's in a dead language. Like, it takes place about the Aztecs, and it's like they're running through the jungle as these Aztecs are chasing these other guys, and they're going to, like, sacrifice them on a pyramid, and it's fucking awesome. The whole movie, two hours, is a chase, and it's a really good one. And people only ever talk about Braveheart and uh, the the passion of the... Of the that was also in a dead language, wasn't it? Aramaic, yeah. But this was way better. And there's nothing, at least I don't think there's anything offensive in this movie. I saw it a while ago. I haven't seen it. Don't smell Sharpies. It's not like it's a Mr. Sketch. <laughs> it's weird. Anyway, Apocalypto, if I, if I, unless I'm gravely mistaken, is a really good movie that more people should watch. Nicole, what's your number one? 
My number one. And I'm Casey Kasem. Is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where Leatherface is chasing With the Sally. Chainsaw? At the end. Not near the end. Well, near the end, where he is chasing her through the dark, in the dark. Oh, yeah. And then she gets, she runs to the gas station and then she gets Mm. captured and stuff. So, uh, up to that. That's good too, yeah. That's way, way when it is so intense because she's pushing her brother in the wheelchair. And then also he just, Leatherface pops out and cuts into her brother and she's all covered in blood. My favorite is the very, very ending is like the last scene when she's he's chasing her down the road waving the chainsaw around yeah. and the movie ends. Like that's my favorite part of that movie. I just like it in the dark and it, yeah. the way it was shot it looked like it was just like a flashlight on them. Mm-hmm. It just was like really grindhouse yeah. and I liked that. I think that I also just like the ending because it feels like it ends so abruptly. Like it feels in a weird way that if you were a trucker you could that you could see that happening like some girl running out screaming covered in blood and a crazy guy with a leather face running out waving a chainsaw around yeah that part's so cool do you have any heart movies or honorable mentions as we humans call them um no I didn't really. I had one what I had a hard time coming up with movies for this list yeah my my, my honorable mention is the speeder bike chase in Return of the Jedi in the forest that was always my oh. favorite part of Return of the Jedi when they're on the speeder bikes that's a good one. Isn't it cool? I really, I really thought about putting this one on the list. We already talked about it in Scream, the opening scene with yeah, um, that sucks. With Drew Barrymore. Yeah. But when I, it's I, only I wanted, the very end. when I watched that for the first time <clears throat> in like grade six or whatever, it was the first time I'd ever seen something like that. And when mm-hmm. you see when he finally catches her, and he you, he puts the knife through her chest. You see it go in. Mm-hmm. I have never, I'd never yeah. seen anything like that before. But the chasing part is lame. Mm-hmm. See, you know, I was thinking about screaming. Like, usually, the, the, the only real fun part of a of a slasher movie really is the elaborate kills. And for such a popular franchise, there's only one death in Scream that I even remember as being in remotely interesting. The garage, the garage door. door, which is also dumb because it doesn't work like that. Garage doors, like if your garage door nudges your bike tire, it goes back up. Like, there's no way it would just be like. Oh no, there's a person stuck in the gears. We better just keep going until she dies. No, the second like you sneeze in your garage door, it's like, nope, gotta go back down. <laughs> so that one only works if you don't know how fucking garage doors work. But the rest of them are always just really boring. Like, I stabbed him with a sharp knife. Yep, sure did. Scream isn't about the kills, though. Yeah, but that's one of the reasons why I don't care that much about it. Because slashers are, for me, the most boring type of horror movie. And if the kills aren't interesting... Because that's the whole point of a slasher to me. Is to find funny and elaborate and cool ways to see teenagers get killed. And if it's just like, I stab you! Blah! Like, at least stab them like in, like in Bay of Blood with the fucking like spear through the people fucking. Right? right. That was cool. Right. Or the arrow through the neck in Friday the 13th when Kevin Bacon gets the yeah. arrow. That was wicked. Yeah. Special effects. Okay, so that's going to wrap us up. That was our discussion of chases. Can I announce the next movie? We already announced it, but you can announce it again. You didn't say what it was. We actually. announced it last week. We announced the next okay. two last week. But go ahead. Babadook. The Babadook. Another, uh, hor- and spoiler alert, I hated it. But <laughs> I said that earlier, but I fucking hated it. Well, we'll talk about why. Joey reacted very strongly to I've this I've calmed movie. down a lot. I hate it a lot less. But I still don't like it at all. all right. We'll talk about it next week. Until next week, I'm the creature Joey G. And I'm the bride Nicole. Y'all stay scary now. Kissy, kissy. How could this woman ever decide to wed this man?